All right, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. A uh, little, little so good. brief snippet of an intro video we're working on there for you guys. Uh, thank you to my daughter for doing that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll continue to uh, evolve, as they say. Um, Ian has his Duke shirt on. He's watching the Dukies. So if we uh, lose him, at they are point, you, you'll exactly know why. Right. Uh, Michigan's already lost because they can't make a shot from about one and a half feet, but that happens. Uh, and, and so obviously there's hoops going on, but you are not here for that. You are here to listen to the latest and the greatest from SCP. <laughs> and uh, tonight we're going to dive into the quarterbacks, guys. We're going to dive into the uh, the draft guys. And um, it's been a hell of a whirlwind for Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin in the last uh, three or four days. And of course, everybody is 100% certain that they know now who the Steelers are taking. I mean, and I say that as, as fucking tongue in cheek as possible. Ben? Yeah, today they were definitely going to take Desmond Ritter. And yesterday oh, yeah. it was definitely Matt Corral. And, you know, for the week before that, it was absolutely going to be Willis. It was 100% it was Willis. Yeah. And then with Kenny Pickett's pro day, it was definitely Kenny Pickett. Definitely. Even though. Mike Tomlin's got an office down the hall and didn't have travel at all. <laughs> right. Goes to every pit pro day. No, Tomlin was there. It's definitely Kenny Pickett. Guys, slow your roll. They are right. doing due diligence on every single quarterback. And they yeah. have to. They'd be irresponsible yeah. not to. I mean, yeah. they're going to need a quarterback long term. They are. So just yeah. no, chill out. It's, it's, Let things right. unfold. And, and when, when they actually draft somebody, we can argue about that. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll definitely have some words on that one. Um, anyway, thank you to uh, the Peak Skin Podcast Network for hosting us along with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook as well. Um, we're going to jump into the, the potential quarterbacks in the draft. Uh, I, I do want to get your take um, on uh, on the Honey Badger uh, to Ron Matthew. I, you know, when all the speculation started, I didn't really put much into it because I'm like, you know what? He's going to want a pretty good payday. He's towards the end of his career. Uh, I don't see it happening, but more and more teams keep dropping out. So, uh, Ian, do you think it's possible the Honey Badger ends up in Pittsburgh? It's possible. I mean, anything's possible. Sure. That said, you know, I – I tend to not believe any story about a team being in or out until, you know, we actually see, uh, you know, a, a deal get done. Right. right. You know, because sometimes, you know, agents, players, sources, whatever, you know, some there's some people making claims out there about Tyron Matthew that have uh, like 120 Twitter followers and aren't a verified <laughs> account. So I don't know how much I believe them. Um you I know, totally and, believe them. Those and, people and, have got all the sources. Their cousin's sister's buddy's mom is a secretary at the Steelers. That's she right. Can, she sees all the boards because they leave them unprotected. They leave all the office doors open. Yeah. Yes. Well, so they, anybody, can, anybody can just walk in there and, and check out what's going on. Yep. My father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate also said, you know. That, see how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was also a Spaceballs uh, reference. For yes, it was. Very well, well played, um, Mr. Bell Brooks. Love it. <laughs> but but at any rate, you know, like uh, Tyreek Hill, you know, today in his press conference in Miami, he got asked a, a, about the offer from the Jets or if the Jets were an option. He was kind of like, 
the fucking Jets? Like, no, I'm never going there, you know? So, so, so in a in a sense, you know, were were the Jets ever in it or were they ever an option? Maybe, maybe not. Or were the Jets in it to try and drive up the price of a division rival that Miami had to A give up more draft picks and right. B pay him more right. and, and the Jets were kind of like well, the Jets yeah, were the sure. fluffer agent you can the use us the as the fluffer i love yeah. it they, hey, you can hey, use us as leverage so but Ian, in our discussion though thing yeah. I, I, I mean you cannot discount the state income tax thing yeah right. oh yeah that's that is a big you, thing you can't yeah. I, I mean now there's some players where if you're making god awful amounts of money it's not a big deal but but what did you figure it probably was seven or eight million dollars maybe difference yeah i think the the reported numbers on matt on um i almost said matthew on tyreek hill's contract was 72 million guaranteed basically 50 some guaranteed at signing another 20 guarantees next year you take that 72 million guaranteed florida has like a their top income tax brackets like 10.9 percent so you figure that's like seven million dollars, or sorry, New York. New York's New York. top income bracket is seven is ten point nine percent. You figure that's about seven million plus in income taxes to the state of New York. You'd have to pay versus Florida has no state income tax. Right. So oh, that's nice. Yeah. When, so when, more when money in his teams pocket. Visit New Jersey to play their games. They've got to play. New, they've got to pay New Jersey state income tax for that week. So that all kind of flies yeah. out the window. Yeah. yeah, they get their eight or nine games at home where they oh, have yeah. no state income tax. But if they go to New Jersey or yeah. California mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or uh, what's someplace else with a high income tax? Um, I think it's like New Jersey, California, New York, New Hawaii. York. Washington. Yeah, Washington, yeah. Seattle, right. yeah. Right. You go there, you're paying state income tax that week. Yeah. That's yeah. just part of, it, part of the gig. It goes with it. It also uh, kind of levels the playing field. When you're trying to sign free agents, like you're talking about right now, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, um, that's fair. Um, and, and I remember it's it's probably a bigger issue in other sports. Like it was, I remember it kind of got cited when LeBron went to Miami that it was yes. like, oh hey, you know. But that's you know what, 41 home games in Miami versus 41 home games in mm-hmm. Cleveland, right? That's I guess a bigger. <laughs> well, difference. and it's also Cleveland versus South Beach. I mean, <laughs> that's true too. Is there really a comparison? I'm just saying. Yeah. I, but but back to Matthew, I mean, uh, logistically on the field, he would be a great addition to our oh, team. Man. I mean, sure. he, he's much better, much more instinctive um, and, and just better all around than Terrell Edmonds is or was or, you know, um, but, so. But it, Matthew aside, and I'm asking you this, Ian, yes. Matthew aside, do you see a better option than, than Terrell Edmonds? Um. If, if Matthew I, goes I elsewhere, I don't see a better option. No, I, do I don't not. either. Um, I mean, the only the only one I'd maybe consider did um, Quandre Diggs sign anywhere? That I don't was, think so. That was the no, one I, other name I was potentially looking at. Right. Um, Keanu Neal, I, I kind of see him as similar to Edmonds. Same, I don't see right, him as any right. better or worse. A little more injury history there too. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if the, the flip side of it is if we don't get something figured out, then, like, you kind of might have to push up safety as a priority in the right. draft, too. Um, so, you know, but 
Yeah. Uh, if if we don't get Matthew, um, I would imagine they would start kicking the tires pretty hard on Terrell Edmonds. Uh, Scarfs, let me let, let me ask you real quick. If if I'm in the uh, Steelers facility, and let's just say I'm walking around, uh, how easy is it for me to walk in and uh, you know take a look at the draft board? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is <laughs> it's like talking about Fort Knox right now. Um, <laughs> That's kind of what um, I figured. I mean, it's it you know, it's actually crazy. I thought about this earlier. Uh, it'll be five years in July since I left, but it feel you know sometimes it feels like a long time ago. Sometimes sure. it feels like it was yesterday. Sure. But um, <laughs> to your point, they don't keep they don't lock doors or anything like that. Right, so right. Um, I won't give you precise coordinates, but uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be too hard to find, and it wouldn't be uh, under lock and key. Um, wow. Okay. You know, and, and, you know, personally, I, I remember I, I would walk down and BS with the scouts or sometimes I'd actually have work to do, but, um, and they would, they would, they used to have every, every, every team in the league and they would have every, every roster with a little nameplate or whatever. And, and they would have, uh, numbers you know they have a little nameplate that have numbers attached to it so i basically like learned what all those numbers meant like what yeah. you know what the what the you know what the grade sim- was on that player yeah what the grade was what the symbols meant you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and um by no means was that under lock and key um <laughs> you know and, and i and i i appreciated that I, i've said this before yeah. that steelers you know had a very open organization it was uh they uh, open lines of communication um everybody talked to everybody mm-hmm. um now I'm not going to say that you know people were taking pictures of the draft board and you know send them or whatever, but but no, it was you know they were always there to help and it was it was cool to get to learn about that stuff. Um, but if you want to know exactly how to get there, you might have to pop me some money, Venmo or Cash App or what? I I just had like Belichick is Cash App. I don't even know if that's real. I don't Cash. I don't use any of that stuff. No, no Snap is, Face. Uh, Cash snap App is the app by Square. Zell right. me, Zell right. me, Zell. snap yeah, face yeah, me. Yeah. I know yeah. PayPal. That's about all I know. Quandre Diggs um, did resign with Seattle. So, ah, correct my did. former okay. statement okay. that now, okay. yeah. Uh, other than Matthew, no, I'd go after Edmonds. Yeah, I, I, I'd I also consider you know, someone the, the, in the draft too. The good news, from my perspective, on that count is this: I if, if Matthew doesn't sign with the Steelers, the player I'd most like to, to get is Edmonds because of the familiarity with him mm-hmm. and his familiarity with the defense. But in the event that he's butthurt, which is allegedly is because he's changed his social media somehow. He's taken the Steelers off of uh, his social media and, and changed his picture, which is no longer him in a Steelers uniform. So it may be, maybe not. It's speculating. But let's just say he is and he doesn't want to come back. The drop-off to the next – best guy isn't that much and yeah granted he's going to have to spend some time learning the defense and mm-hmm. learning the personnel around him but it's not the end of the world no i i don't think it, it is i i just think the familiarity and the durability are the two things i like yeah. in yeah, that I, I particular agree. spot you know, so in, in uh, retrospect though you know terrell edmund's 50-year option only would have been like Six million and change, six and a half million, give or take. Like, given where we are now, if we don't get Matthew, 
you know, we're, we're probably going to have to, we'd probably have to shell out more than that just to get Edmonds to come back for a time. I think from, from, and I'm just trying to look at this from Kevin Culver's perspective, mm-hmm. from the team's perspective, having two guys, you know, at, at both safety positions, both going into their last year and having to extend them simultaneously just would have been a huge headache. And so he went, you know, let's let's give Edmonds an opportunity to go out to the market and see what he could get and see where his price is. And then let's try and let's try and meet that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll sit down with Minka in July like they do every year. Yeah. And let's see if we can work something out with him because Minka's going to make some money. Yeah, Who else is, is going to make a lot of money? Deontay Johnson, because they really should have extended him before oh, free agency started. God. As things stand right now, the Christian that, Kirk contract, man. That whole 15 million a oh, year that's... for five years that he allegedly wanted in February, and fans were like, No, are you kidding me? The contract he's gonna get yep. is gonna make all of you who thought that was outrageous absolutely apoplectic. You're gonna be mm-hmm. furious. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get 20 at least. Yeah. Or he could just go to the Jaguars and they'll overpay him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> True. I mean, no, he's Ryan's dead right, and that that's yeah. you know, that's a factor in the market. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you yeah. got these teams that are overpaying guys. I can just wait a year. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, quick reminder: we are uh, presented by Deck Roofing of Deck South Roofing. Florida. Deck serves Broward and the Southern Palm Beach counties. Whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multifamily, or condos, contact Deck that's Roofing better. today by visiting deckroofing.com. And um. Are we ready to dive into these rookie or potential rookie quarterbacks? Yeah. Sure, but but before we do that, I yeah. want to ask you three a question. Oh. Do it. What oh. would you be willing to accept in trade for Mason Rudolph? Mark. Well, I have right here a very nice stylish SCB koozie. That that I would be willing to to put in as a, a as a side piece to getting no I'm kidding, uh, I, I look I I'm gonna guess at best you can get a six. That that's what I'm thinking. If, if somebody offers you a six, I think you probably take it. I I don't know that you're gonna get anything more than that. And I'll I'll Ian, what's your take? I was gonna I I was pretty close. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, if if anyone offers you anything better than a fifth, you take oh, it right absolutely. away. You're dreaming. Sorry. Dude. Yeah, I mean, but that, oh, that, said, yeah. that said, considering that Case Keenum, who's a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph, went for a seventh round pick. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. 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 I, I would be surprised if anyone offers anything at this point. Especially because there's other there's other kind of dominoes that have to fall in this quarterback train, right? Mm-hmm. That you know, Jimmy there's Garoppolo an or something along those lines. Well, not only that, but you've got Jimmy Garoppolo who has a massive cap hit that the 49ers are looking to get rid right. of. You've got Baker Mayfield who has an eighteen million dollar cap, eighteen point eight, eighteen point eight million dollar cap hit, which is fully guaranteed for this year, um, and the. Browns are trying to get some value for him, but teams, rightly so, are yep. saying, hey, why would we give up any kind of asset to get this guy 
when you're probably going to cut him anyways. So we'll just wait for you to cut him, and then we can sign him for less than that yeah. eighteen point eight million dollars. And if, I'm, if I'm Mason, I'm hoping to get cut, and yes. I, I will. I will insist yeah. that you sign me year one for the minimum salary because all, that'll be all the offset dollars the Browns will get, and he'll get to fuck them all the way out. You mean Baker? You said Mason. Baker. Yeah, you I said, said Mason. Mason. Excuse yeah. Me. yeah, I meant yeah. Baker. I knew what yeah. you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, what, what can the Steelers get anything for Rudolph if somebody made a phone call? I right now, if I'm the Steelers, I, I at this point, I I I don't try to trade him because I I don't know what they're gonna do in this draft. I right. don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think they will. I right mean, now. I mean, yeah. they they in the event it, that they that they drafted a quarterback, that that's the scenario we're talking about. In the event that they drafted a quarterback, I, I oh hi girl. Um, in the event, good dog. What's her name? Tucker. He's a he. He. Sorry, he. Tucker. Tucker. Knock it off. Tucker. Oh, damn Tucker. Tucker. It's okay. I apologize. Um. Uh, even if they draft a quarterback, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Mason unless they got something for him. Because there's a realistic chance if Mitch sucks or gets hurt, that Mason is your number two, regardless of if they draft anyone. So I know, I know Mason. I know you don't like Mason, and I know most people don't like Mason. But there is no chance they're going to get anything valuable for him. So just keep him for a year. Got him under contract. I, I, I tend yeah. to agree. I, I think yeah. if you get if you get offered a draft pick at all, you take it. A seven, whatever, anything, you take it. And I'm I'm being serious. I'm not I'm not being funny. If I were Kevin Colbert, I would accept some Seattle fish and chips in return from <laughs> Mason Rudolph. And I'm not kidding. But I'm, seriously, if if somebody comes comes to you and says, "Hey, we want Mason Rudolph. Here's a sixth or seventh round draft pick. You take it and you." I, move on i agree i agree. And that's only in the event that they draft a quarterback because you, you've got to yeah. have another one i i agree with what ryan yep. said you got to have another one you don't just willy-nilly go and trade a guy like that no. off because you need him right now well and, and let's segue to that and i'm going to go in the order of the way things went this week monday saw uh mike tomlin and kevin colbert take the extremely long walk down the hallway uh to watch kenny pickett uh, in his pro day. And, uh, you know, there was only one other head coach there, Matt rule from the Carolina Panthers. And, and they are as desperate for a quarterback as any team I can remember. Um, and you know, they gave him the once over on the, on the whole, uh, Kenny, will you hold the ball so we can see your hand with the ball? You know, they did that whole thing cause he's got the small hands and, uh, and, and everything else. But, it's um, more the double jointed. He's he's double. It's not that his hand is small. It's that when you measure it because of how he's double jointed and how his thumb curls, he, he it measures yeah. small. So he went. I believe he was what eight and a half at the combine, and, the, and he measured like a quarter eight inch, five eighths. Yeah, he's been bigger doing hand stretches. Yeah. yeah, an eighth of an inch bigger. Yeah. Um, oh. You know. So I look, uh, Ben. I'll start with you. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Pickett sitting there at 20. Uh, do the Steelers take him? I hope not, but yeah, right. maybe. All right, well, let's uh, dive into why. Why, why not? Why do you hope? Why not? not? Because I think his ceiling is slightly lower than Derek Carr. That's as good as he's ever going to be. 
And there's also a, a good likelihood that he'll never be a competent NFL starter. And I'll, I'll be frank. There aren't even 32 of those guys in the world. And I, I tell people this all the time. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is the kind of the way you, you got to measure it. You know, just because a guy's a first round pick doesn't mean he's going to be an NFL starter. No. People assume that. Right. But that is just, that's not the case. Right. People are so desperate. People, teams are so desperate for quarterback talent. There's such a dearth of it that they, they reach. It, and they it, take it, guys sooner yeah. than they should. And, you know, the guys in this draft class, it's a weird class. I mean, even Willis. Willis is an absolute boomer bust prospect. If you take Willis, you are swinging for the fences. You're hoping he develops into a guy in a couple of years, mm-hmm. like a Lamar Jackson, in a couple of years. Right. First year, he shouldn't play at all. At all. Well, Okay, so so let's just throw them all in here together because I think it's hard to not discuss Pickett, Willis, Ritter, Howell, uh, and Corral here all at the same time. Um, why? I guess for the listeners, why is Malik Willis a guy that can't play right away? You know. Ian, I'll let you take that one. What 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 is it about him that he can't play right away? If if Kenny Pickett can play, why can't he? Well, Kenny Pickett, let's not forget, is also like twenty five years old. Um, that you know he's a what fifth, sixth year senior. True. Um, you know he's been around for a long time. There's quarterbacks in the NFL now who are still younger than Kenny Pickett is. Um, starting quarterbacks in the Jackson. NFL. Yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Lamar Jackson, who has been in the league for what three years now? Four years. Yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> he's twenty. <laughs> I, I think he's twenty-four now. No, he's he's but, young. Man. He's going he's on thirteen. I digress. Yeah, like he'll be right. twenty-five this year. And it's yeah. Just like he's, oh, he's know, yeah. He's been in the league young. for four years already. It's just freaking weird. Yeah. So at any rate, though, um, you know, Malik Willis still has a bit of developing to do in his mechanics. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he talked about it, his pro day, he talked about, you know, trying to work on his footwork, working on his lower body and his base and things like that. And, you know, that, that takes, you don't learn that stuff overnight, right? No, that takes no. time. That takes, cause it's not just learning what you need to do. It's the muscle memory, right? You have to practice it so much that it's just instinctive and intuitive that when you're going to throw the ball, this is how you set your feet and square up and you know, how you torque your body that it, it has to just be that you, muscle memory. You um, would almost compare it to somebody trying to learn how to golf. Yeah. Get, yeah. Getting, learning how to maybe – or change their golf swing a little bit. How do I correct this to, to, to teach my body this is what I want to do? Yeah, and, and I think golf's a good analogy too because golf, you have different sized clubs. So swinging a, a wood, a driver, right, is a lot yeah. different than how you swing a wedge because you have sure. to – you know, they're different lengths. Yep. So similarly, you know – Malik Willis has all the arm strength in the world, right? He's he's the golfer who can bomb at 300 yards down the fairway, um, but, you know, can't stick a wedge shot on the green, right? That, you know, kind of needs to learn some of those, the, the, the finer points of it, right? right. Um, or maybe his chipping isn't as good or his sand play, some, whatever you want to call it, sure. right? That he just has to learn some of the, the finer mechanics of it. Um, and, you know, that, that long ball that he threw at his pro day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was impressive, but 
if you watch his body, I mean, he torqued up so much that I yeah. mean, he put his whole body into that throw. That that was basically everything he had in his not just his arm, but his you know, you know his his legs were swinging forward. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. like I'm I'm trying to think of another analogy. It, it's like it's like a golfer. We'll go back to golf, right? It's like a golfer that tries to swing so hard yeah. that he loses yeah. his plant feet and just comes out of his stance and you know spins yeah. around after he swings the club because he's putting so much into into the swing. Um, you know, can he get more? strength behind the ball with better technique with better lower body technique yeah absolutely um but it's something that that takes time and you have to learn so um willis also you know when you watch his tape makes some questionable decisions and just getting that experience at the nfl level where things are a lot faster than they are at the high major college level and then when you consider he played at Liberty, liberty like it's it's i'm not saying that just because he played at liberty he can't play in the nfl there's plenty of nfl quarterbacks that have come from non-major schools and they can make that transition it just it takes time to learn and you have to be willing to to kind of put in that time with him ryan uh let's just for that said that said if i had to take one quarterback in this class i would gamble on malik willis you know okay all all that said if i had to take one I would gamble on him over anyone else. We'll come right. back to to that type of scenario. Um, Ryan, let's just say you're a pit fan and you're 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 a you're all in on this picket guy. You know, are you able to see and, and make a clear objective uh opinion on him, or does your pit fandom come in too much here? Because I see this a lot on social media. People just think he's the second coming of Dan Marino, and and therefore, if the Steelers don't draft him, we're going to screw ourselves again. Where, where do you fall on this? Uh, <sighs> any okay? So Pitt, I'm a Pitt. I am a Pitt fan, but Pitt has been searching for a quarterback ever since Dan Marino left. Yep. And even though they've had some good ones, you know, Alex Van Pelt, Rod Rutherford, and now I'm talking about guys that I grew up watching, Rod right. Rutherford right. and John Turman and David Priestley. Uh, no mention uh, of Peterman? Yeah, really, where's the Peterman reference? <laughs> no disrespect. But um, Pitt, <laughs> I tweeted this the other day. And this is the if Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. and I believe Kenny Pickett is going to Carolina. If Kenny Pickett starts every game next year, that's seventeen starts. Yeah, he will ha- he will have the second most starts ever in the NFL by a drafted Pitt quarterback other than Dan Marino. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. that's how thirsty, whatever the young kids say, that yeah. Pitt fans are. Okay. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is a good. Kenny Pickett has a chance to be good. Yeah. But as Ben said, he's like a Derek Carr, which isn't bad. It's not bad at all. No. But has Derek no. Carr ever won a playoff game? Uh, no. And, no. And Derek Carr has a stronger arm than Kenny Pickett. 100%. Derek yeah. Carr – Don't. that's the other thing, too. Derek Carr, for 
and I and I'm not critiquing him because Derek Carr can sling the ball. I, I oh, like yeah. Derek, I like Derek Carr, and I root for Derek Carr is a guy I root for. Like he just seems like a good guy. Anyway, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, yeah, yeah. but getting back to the to the Kenny Pickett thing, apps. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this right now. If the Steelers don't draft Kenny Pickett, whether or not he goes to the Carolina Panthers at six, there will be a set of fans, and it might not be that big, but there will be a set of fans that can't separate their pit fandom from their Steelers fandom and will say the Steelers didn't do enough to get Kenny Pickett because this is just like 1983 again with Dan Marino and they will stand by that even though half of 90% of them weren't even bored in 1983, let alone alive in 1983. Absolutely. But the point is, is that they got their pit colored glass. I, I call them Yinzer colored glasses. They got the <laughs> Yinzer colored glasses on. Are they black or gold? It's a combination. They're gold. Right. They're gold. <laughs> pit, yeah. They're a little Elton John, goodbye, yellow brick road shaded, you know. But the point All being right. is that, listen, oh, my God, you don't bring in Mitch Trubisky if you think Kenny Pickett is going to be there or you're yeah. going to go after him. You bring in Mitch I Trubisky agree. because you're going to look at a guy like Malik Willis. And I have no – and listen – and this is a separate conversation, but I'm going to say this. They okay. solidified the O-line. They massively upgraded the O-line in free agency. Yeah. And okay. at this point, they need help at outside linebacker and wide receiver. And then they need uh, they need definitely need starting safety. And then they need some help at running back, et cetera. But if they take a quarterback and it's Malik Willis for in the first round, who gives a shit? I don't even care. Like, that. good. They did their job by getting a better offensive line. That's what we all wanted. We're so yeah. spoiled as we're so spoiled as Steelers fans. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We, we, well, you know, it, it, no, it's funny because this week, you know, there were a lot of people on on social media bitching about the fact that Colbert and Tomlin didn't go to Ohio State's pro day. You know, and it's like they were looking at fucking quarterbacks. Oh, exactly. You know that, and I know that, but that it was hilarious to me. Absolutely hilarious to me. That that people are screaming. You guys we watch we, Matt Corral's workout. But Did that's, you watch it. Uh, it's, yeah, it wasn't good. He uh, was missing when you're missing scripted yeah. throws yeah. at a pro day. That is a red flag. Yeah. No, I. I okay, that guy's not a first round pick. Sorry. Corral scares me. I think Corral scares me more than any of the other quarterbacks in this draft. Um, really? Maybe some of it's because of. Lane Kiffin's offense that Lane Kiffin quarterbacks don't usually translate well to the NFL. He gives them a lot of, you know, simplified reads. There's a lot of, you know, kind of design your own running plays. There's some, uh, I don't know, just, I, I don't trust Lane Kiffin quarterbacks and Corral, I think has a little of that kind of Baker Mayfield cockiness to him that I don't know. I, I feel like maybe, maybe Corral will be good, but I, I don't I I trust him less than I would trust any any of the other prime guys. He he's a tough kid. I think he I think he plays hard. I, I admire the way he plays. I respect it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's kind of that Kiffin system guy. Um, and he just I mean, his history of getting banged up speaks for itself. I don't know how long I would uh, trust him to to stay healthy either. Um, with all that said. Um, so, you know, yeah, his, his pro day and, and understand everyone that's listening when, when these guys host pro days, these are all scripted. They, they already have done these throws 
dozens of times. They know exactly the throws they're doing. They know when they're going to do them. So it's, you know, whether they start short, go to intermediate, go deep, or whatever it is, they know. So, and by the way, there's no pass rush and nobody covering the receivers. So it, it you should not be missing throws. When, when we hear every once in a while about a quarterback at a pro day, oh, my God, the ball never touched the ground. It shouldn't touch the ground. If you're going to be an NFL quarterback and you're throwing against air, essentially, it shouldn't touch the ground. Yeah. So, yeah, he he had some struggles. And then uh, the, the next guy, of course, was was today in Cincinnati. You had Desmond Ritter. Um, and, and, man, look, Ritter tested really, really well at the Combine. Great athlete. Uh, but, Ben, you mentioned it today in, in our chat that – Decision making is a little questionable, and, and I'm yeah. telling you, it pops on film. You see it that he gets in a tough situation, and he just kind of goes boom. And it's it, like, it, what the yeah. hell yep. was that? Why did yep. you do that? Of all the the options you had in front of you, why did you mm-hmm. pick that? It's yep. um, yeah, it's weird. And and today was a mixed bag on his throws. He had right. a couple of throws early that were great throws. This was not a telecast throw. There were people there reporting on it. And uh, he had a couple of throws initially that were very good throws. And then he had some throws that were really, really bad. And it wasn't that his receiver wasn't doing him favors. They were bad throws. Bad throws. So, again, we're talking about a guy who's not a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. And, honestly, if they weren't quarterbacks, none of these guys would be going in the first round this year. No. None of them. And if they were – in any other draft with like, like, let's say last year's draft, every one of these guys would be in the second or third round. Yeah. I mean, you even know? like Pickett and Willis, those two would be high second round guys. Yeah. They're probably going to be high first rounders because yeah. they're quarterbacks. Well, so, and so, don't yeah, forget that, you know, there were reports of multiple scouts from Ohio state's pro day saying, I wish I could take CJ Stroud this year because he's better than all the other right? quarterbacks in this draft yes. class. Yes, he is. Like, he's way better. He yeah. is, yes. I mean, I, I would like to think the Steelers are going to be in a position next year to take this guy, but I don't think they are. I think it's going to be one of these deals where he's going to be like the unquestioned number one overall pick, and we're going to have to be like, well, um, how do we trade into that spot? Okay, we can't. Yeah. Because the Steelers might, only have the Steelers yeah. only have six draft picks next year, and right. and based upon who they've signed already, and the free agents they've lost, they have zero compensatory picks coming. None. True. So no, that's a good point. Yeah, and, and, it, it makes a trade up this year less likely. It makes a trade up next year less likely. It's it's a tough spot. Yeah, so that's our, a good our, point too. That I, yeah. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. There is no quarterback in this class. That I would trade next no. year's first round pick for. Absolutely that, not. You know, Agreed. if if you're gonna trade up, the highest I would consider going is ten because that's kind of the Devin Bush deal, twenty to ten. Right. You know, basically that package. But you know, I I would not trade next year's first round pick for any quarterback in this draft class. No, I full agreement. Full agreement on that. Um, do we all think? Ryan, I'll start with you. Are, are we all kind of in agreement that both Pickett and Willis will probably be gone by 20? Yeah, I, I'd I'd be really surprised if Carolina doesn't take one of the two. Right. Um, 
and then I'd be really surprised uh, if Seattle doesn't take the other. Seattle and uh, Washington, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, and, and then then uh, Washington's 11, Seattle's Seattle. 9. Seattle's 9, Washington's 11 or 12. I, I don't yeah. know. Where, so, where's, it, where's Atlanta? Because suddenly they've got a hole to fill. No, but Mariota. I mean, he's like – Oh, okay, is that who and, they yeah, signed? Okay. Yeah, Arth- and uh, with Arthur Smith. Yeah, so – Okay, all right. But I would say this. What if – I would what, say Duke's losing, and I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, it's Texas, <laughs> Texas Tech's deep. It's all right. Listen, Duke – Arizona's losing by 10. It's okay. They're second-half teams. According, you know, I got, you know, that was okay. your NCAA tournament update, right there. Yeah, but, but no, I, I, I would be I, Ben. You talked about this earlier, and and, and Steel Dad, you brought up the question. But if if let's say Willis goes, Willis goes early. Mm-hmm. Let's say he goes to the Panthers. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know who takes Pickett then. I don't. I I don't know, and th- and that's the thing. Like you don't. Ron necessarily... Rivera would take a picket, right? Right. You think yeah. that? So I yeah. think, I don't think Pickett's going to be there at twenty. What Neither I see, I. what I see unfolding, yeah. is Pickett goes to Carolina, and then Willis probably goes to Seattle. If Willis doesn't go to Seattle, which is at nine, I could see the Steelers potentially trading up to ten, and I think the Jets have ten. I could see that happening, and Yinzer Nation heads it, it, it would explode. It would go um, nuts. But not again. I I, I, I really I hope they don't. I, I really. No, I agree. I, I don't. Really I really hope that. They I agree too. But their picks and and I agree. Try and fill other positions. I don't. I don't think Mitch Trubisky is that awful. I I I'm not saying he's going to lead this team to the promised land yeah, no. by any stretch. But I, I think you can get away with him for a year or two, it, sure. you know, to the point where you shouldn't have to trade up to get a guy who's going to sit on the bench for a year or two, at least in my opinion. But I I, well, I don't know. Pickett, you're not going to sit on the bench for no, very long, no. in my opinion. That doesn't mean that he's a better prospect than Willis. Right. It just means that he's got a lower floor. He's, he's more pro-ready right um, now. And, and as we were talking earlier, I uh, – in, in fairness to Pickett, he's 23. He'll be 24 in June. Okay. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson's 25. Uh, Justin Herbert's 24. Uh, Joe Burrow's 25. But wow. the age comparison that Ian was making is a fair one. I mean, he's yep. he's an older guy already. Yep. He'll be 24, and, and there are guys that have been in the league for, you know, years that have been – that are starters that he's at their age – you know, and it's it, it's not like he's going to get much better. That's that's one of the, the reasons that teams don't like to take players that are 23, 24, is that they don't get much better. They don't improve. You want to take guys that are young, as Tylen puts it, he likes to get them for their senior year. He likes to, to right. get them into the system in their senior year and, right. and work them that way. Well, we uh, talked about this last year that Najee Harris was the first player that they'd taken in a long time that had been a, a senior or who had been over 22 years old that, right. you know, it, it, it was kind of a, a pick that changed their, or changed from their historical trends. Um, the, the one other thing I'll it's say about trading back, up. Though. I mean, you know, what do you get out of them? Five years? Yeah. Why? So 
the, the one other thing I'll say about trading up is if, you know, if, if Willis or Pickett make it past Houston at 13 and, and Houston needs a quarterback and has good call Ian. has a pick at three and has a pick at 13. All right. Baltimore's not trading with us at 14, but no. really, but the Eagles have two picks in a row at 15 and 16. The Saints at 18 also need a quarterback. So, like, moving from 20 to one of those Eagles picks at 15 or 16 wouldn't cost us all that much, you know, maybe Swap a third. Yeah, but if, if you're the Saints and you want a quarterback that's even cheaper for you to move down to, to 15 or 16. Yeah. Yeah, well, but yeah, with, I mean. But with Hill, with, Hill and, with Hill and then Winston coming back, you don't think they'll sort of muck it up for a year? I mean, I, I would just – I would say Hill. – is likely awful. Ryan. not awful, but if, if yeah. Winston's coming, if I'm Winston's just saying. Back, that yeah, no, happening? I think it's a good, it's a good point. They just resigned him. Right. They, they did just resign. Yeah, yeah. They resigned yeah. Winston. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're gonna trade up, I would be looking at those Eagles picks just to try and get in front of New Orleans. But like, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go higher than that. I wouldn't try and go after you know ten or twelve or anything in that range. Let no. me uh, segue real quick. And we'll, we'll come back uh, to some yeah. of these. I just want to remind Actually, everybody they should do that trade uh, down with Kansas City and let the Chiefs take a wide receiver. And you know, how yeah. can I do these ad reads when you guys keep interrupting? Because we have good know, ideas or terrible you know, ideas. You, I don't know. We're bullshitting. We've I, had some drinks, Mark. You try to host a damn show, Ryan. No, uh, college basketball fans join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 and over, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Now, back to the question at hand here. Uh, Ian, you were talking about, you know, the, the Chiefs there uh, trading possibly. I, I I was just saying that, you know, if if you want to trade, trade down. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I agree with Ryan. I think Pickett's going to Carolina at six. I think Willis and, and Mark, don't jump through your computer at me, but I would not be stunned if Detroit took Willis at two. Like, that's kind of the dark horse to me. Yeah, that wouldn't really shock me. <laughs> that, is, that, honestly, that would not shock me. Well, it, it's just, it's funny because I talked to my uh, Detroit guys today um, and and they're they're kind of all over the place. They, yeah. they feel like they, they know Willis is talent-wise – Potential wise, you know, there's that word potential. I can't even keep track. Who's their Who's their coach now? Quinn. Dan Campbell. Quinn. Campbell. Oh yeah, Dan. Dan Campbell's Dan still there. He didn't Sorry. get fired. Nah, nah, nah. They like him. They like him. So what's know, the over a... under? Is that this year or next? Uh, you know what? They love it. They think he's yeah. gonna get this thing turned around. I don't. I was about, know. I was about to say Bobby Ross. But oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, Actually, so... Bobby Ross was a far superior coach. To any of the coaches, the, the Danny Smith. Danny Smith was the, the only the, problem with Bobby Ross. Is, Bobby Ross is the one that ran out Barry Sanders. He did. Yeah. All right. 
So be that anyway, as it may, I, I think I think yeah. Carolina takes Pickett at six. I, I agree with that. The wild card also. I really is, feel bad for any quarterback that has to play for Matt Rule. I think Agreed. I think the Giant if the Car- if Carolina takes Pickett at six and Willis is still on the board, I think the Giants openly shop that seventh pick to whoever wants to get up in front of Atlanta and Seattle because yeah, the move. next two picks you have Atlanta and Seattle. That, that would be really smart. So I could see Washington. I could see Houston. Um, you know, Houston says they're not taking a quarterback this year. Mills numbers were not terrible. They, they they're were going to build yeah. around him and they, they want to yeah. build the team up yeah. first. Well, the other, gonna, the, the other wild later. card is how sold are the Eagles on Jalen Hurts, right? Do you, that, do, if you're the Eagles and you sure. have three first round picks, yeah. Yeah. do if, you if, trade up? And yeah, take if I'm on the goal. Eagles and, and for some reason, one of the two quarterbacks is still there in the middle of the first. Yeah. I'm, I'm either moving up or I'm going, yeah. 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 We're taking so that guy. there's there's a lot of uncertainty in front of us, and you know the the draft I always go back to is the 2011 draft, um, because you know there were a bunch of teams that reached on subpar quarterbacks and passed on really damn good players. So you know just going through that 2011 draft, Cam Newton went number one, but after that, at, at number eight, Tennessee Butler. took Jake, Jake Locker. Locker. At number nine, Dallas took Pro Bowl tackle Tyron Smith. At 10, Jacksonville took Blaine Gabbert. At 11, Houston took J.J. Watt. And then, you know, at 12, Minnesota took Christian Ponder. And then, you know, Detroit took Nick Fairley, who was a pretty good defensive tackle. The Rams took Robert Quinn, who was a Pro Bowl defense, Pro Bowl pass rusher. Still is. Dolphins took Mike Pouncey, who was a Pro Bowl center. The Redskins took Ryan Kerrigan, who's a Pro Bowl defensive end. So you had you had three quarterbacks go between eight and twelve, and all those teams passed on. You know, there were five Pro Bowl players yeah. that were you know kind of but on the board there. Too. That, to me, that's indicative. I mean, Christian Ponder would have been great if you know he was better, more talented, but he wasn't. So yeah, no. no. Well, and, and you know, all those teams taking those quarterbacks also enabled Cam Hayward to fall to the Steelers. So that kind of worked mm. out pretty well. True. Um, Good but point. You know, the the point is, and, and I wasn't on the show last week to talk about the Steelers' free agent moves. But other than safety, I really feel like the Steelers have set themselves up to take the best player available in the first round of the draft. Yeah. That yeah. safety Unless... right now is the only position we need a starter at. So they yeah. can really say, okay, this guy is the best player available. If it's a quarterback, great. If it's not a quarterback, great. Because they have other holes they could fill over time. They could take a corner. They could take a safety. They could take a lot an inside linebacker. If Nicobe Dean is there and they oh take – Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I would even take Devin Lloyd from uh, from Utah over some of the quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah. Um, you, you know, so there's – there's and, a lot of other and if options. something like that happens, I mean, basically they're telling Devin Bush, yeah, we're going to go ahead and give you permission to seek a trade. Yeah, well, or just not pick up his fifth-year option, right? Which they're because, probably sure. not going to do anyway. Yeah. It's, 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 it's an awful lot of time scouting inside linebackers this they year. They have. Yeah. They have. Um, is there – you know, the one guy we haven't really talked about quarterback-wise is Sam Hall out of North Carolina. And I – Wide receiver, for good too. reason. We wide receiver, well, so. you know, here's here's what I'll say about Howell. When when I watch him play, he reminds me exactly of what he is. He's an athlete. He's a he's a really good baseball player. He throws the football like a baseball player does. Yeah, he does. Um, it, it's a it's Agreed, a yeah. above average arm. 
He can throw it at different angles, but there's an awful lot there that is like concerning, you know, and, and I keep seeing a lot of people for some reason think he's the sneaky guy that the Steelers really like because they, they've talked about him or paid him the least amount of attention. And I just, I don't see it personally. I don't see it, but you know, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I would give me a hundred times out of a hundred. If Malik Willis fell to 20 and the Steelers drafted him, I would rather have that than the Steelers to bring Sam Howell on this roster in any way, shape or form, right. whether that's drafted or yeah. whatever. Well, it's wasted. It, it, early, early mock drafts. Have the Steelers picking that guy. Oh, I know. Some of them still do. You know, but but like, I'm I'm sorry. Listen, yeah, and, and let me just add this Sam one point Powell, too. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Well, everybody is screaming, "We got to get a quarterback. We got to get a quarterback. We got to get a, a replacement for Ben. We can't go through the '80s." Blah blah blah. Many <laughs> of those same people are the ones that will bitch if we draft Malik Willis at twenty. They'll say, oh, now we got a guy that's going to be a project and have to wait around. I mean, that's because he's not going to play for two years. Exactly. Honestly, and he won't. But I agree with Ryan. I'd rather have that potential on the roster than a guy like Sam Howell. As would I. But like, all I'm saying is, you know, I agree. agree. A group that will, that will bitch like a million percent. Yeah. And, and again, I, I said this earlier. I, I, at least me, was like, build the line, build the line. Yes. Three, yes. three key free agent signings on the offense. Two or three. Can't count. Anyway. Two on the O-line. Two on the O-line. Two on the O-line plus depth is a three. I'm making up math as we go along. Yeah. But the point is, they've, they've improved their offensive line via free agency, right? Yeah, so. Absolutely. So, now. Making a move in that first round of quarterback isn't so far fetched, okay? I agree. And it, it, so, and again, yeah, they need help at wide receiver. They need help at outside linebacker. They need a starting safety. And you know what? And I, I'm going to keep saying this every week. They need a change of pace running back. They need a Tony Pollard type. Yep. No offense to Gunnar Olszewski, or is that right? <laughs> Gunner Great Pittsburgh name. Yeah. No offense to Gunner, but he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not a running back. He's a he's, he's a, a receiver. No, 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 no. I, no. But I'm saying if if I said Tony Pollard type, because Tony Pollard returns kicks too. But right, I'm just right, saying right. like like I don't care who it is. Somebody on this team that has speed and whatever. But they they did what they needed to do on the offensive line, at least in my opinion, to solidify that. So if what if, if, if I'm if they get a wrench in here, what if Jordan Davis is available in the first round? I would yeah, absolutely well, – yeah. if he's the best player available, What yes. I'm saying. If he's the best player available, yes, because I, it sounds like Tewitt's coming back. I don't know for a fact. But but still, Cam Hayward's getting a little bit older. No disrespect, Cam. But yeah, Cam no. Hayward's getting he, older. Yeah. Tyson Aluwalu's older. He's older than Cam. Yep. So – and you know what? Who? And here's the crazy part about this. As a – as a, if you got drafted by the Steelers and you were a defender, you had to wait a year to play. Yes, in the old days, you did. This is this is like like we're so we're so we're <laughs> this like, and I get it, I get it, I totally get it. It's a different day and age, but like, Cam Hayward didn't play a 
Cam Hayward didn't start his first two and a half years. It's true. Like you had to, you used to have to, like that was the way it is. So if they, if if Davis is available and they get him and and he doesn't play his first year, like he gets a red shirt year, gets the reps, gets the mental reps. Who cares? Like we're so about, we're so infatuated about what have you done for me lately? And it's just like that's not always how it works anymore. No, you're exactly right. Yeah. I'm, okay, boomer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Sam Sam Howe's a less good Andy Dalton. He is he is the product of the pieces huh. around him. Interesting. That don't say that about Andy Dalton. <laughs> I like Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andy That's Dalton fair was, though. Was dirty was, red baby. Yes. Yeah. Andy Dalton wasn't a multiplier though, right? He was he was fair. good when he had good receivers to throw to. He was bad when he had bad receivers to throw to. You know, two years ago, when uh, you know, when North Carolina had uh, Williams and Carter at running mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. plus had um, Dimey Brown and um, they had another uh, receiver. What's the other guy? He got drafted in like the sixth round. Yeah, um, he was a, he was a real speedster. He was a real burner. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I can't think of his name. Oh crap. Uh, but at any rate, he had he had two good receivers, two speedy right. receivers, plus two running backs that could could make plays. He looked really good. And yeah. then last year, when he didn't have those skill players around him, he looked really bad. Like mm-hmm. he he's he's not a multiplier. And, he's not going to make people better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to win in the NFL, like you can get by with guys that are just guys. But you're not going to go far in the playoffs. You need guys who make the people around them better. And Ryan, to his credit, has brought this up a lot that, you know, Ben got dudes paid in their careers because mm. Ben was a multiplier and made guys around him better. Ben, but, what Ben did was he made sure touchdowns were scored when they were in the red zone. Yes. And he sprinkled the ball around to his guys. And as a result, yes, I agree. Guys got paid. Yeah, he yeah. also he also uh, forced the ball to a guy that used to wear eighty four for the Steelers. He whether did, he whether did, we though. choose that, that, that guy, that guy was pretty good. He he uh, was. I, I, I mean, agree with you. I agree with the point that you're making. He did force the ball into him a lot, but and he actually forced the ball to him more than Tom Brady did. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. AB even even mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, the 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 broader point is, you know. You look at the quarterbacks in this draft class, right? Yeah. Does Kenny Pickett make the guys around him better? Yeah, he does. Um, does so. yeah, yeah. I'd I mean, say so. Yeah. If if we're comparing Got, him to Derek Carr, look at what Derek Carr did with the receivers he guys had. Guys like playing right? for Kenny Pickett. You yeah. can see it when he plays. There's no yeah, doubt I mean, about it. I can't argue that they like yeah. Pickett. Yeah. Malik Willis can absolutely make the guys around him better um, when he's on. I I kind of see like. If you play Malik Willis this year, he could very well break Bad. Jameis Winston's 30-30 record of 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. It might so be 35 and 35? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, yeah. It's possible. There's a lot of wow and a lot of what. There's yeah. a lot of boom yeah. and a lot of bust there. Yeah. Um, I believe it's a lot of wow and a lot of what the fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. Way I, more I was like, what? Yeah. And, I, what? And, I, and I can't I, – I, I want to say this. I can't stress this enough. And – you know, along I said I said this to a group of my friends um, 
when Saquon Barkley was coming out uh, of Penn State, I said that I said that Saquon Barkley could potentially be a bust. And everyone was like, "You're fucking stupid! Like, you don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. And maybe because they went to whatever they were, yeah, they Penn were Staters. they were Penn Staters or whoever. And it all depends on. Actually, it's all it doesn't depend on multiple factors, a stable organization, a group around you. Yeah. So Saquon's a great player, I but agree. has has he achieved what we thought he would? Maybe those first year, that first year, or second year. But the so, issue, the challenge there, in my opinion, has been two two things. One, the offensive line isn't that strong. It's and worse than Pittsburgh's. They it's, they ran his and that, wheels off. Yeah, yeah, it's stability. You would say by the organizational stability, right? So, so, so I, so I'm looping this back to Kenny Pickett. So, if if everybody's pissed, yeah, Kenny Pickett would have a better chance at succeeding if he was a Steeler, but he's not going to be a Steeler. He's going to be a Carolina Panther, and he's probably not going to be any good. And you're going to judge his legacy based on that. Because he went to a shitty organization. Well, yeah. he'll probably not a shitty be. organization. Not a shitty organization. Shitty coach. But yeah. but he's shitty going to an organization shitty. that is what 1997? 96. 96. 96. Yep. He's going to an organization that that has had success. They've had success with Kerry Collins. They've had success with Cam Newton. Yep. But I don't think they have Jake the DeLone. coach. Oh, no disrespect to Jake DeLome. They took the Patriots to the wire. Yeah. But they're, he, he could potentially go into an organization that is not as stable as others. And he won't be as good because of that. Well, I mean, clearly he'll have a good first three games. And then Christian McCaffrey will be out for the season. And then it goes to shit. So, <laughs> and my I, fantasy team is over. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think, Just please, God, don't talk about your fantasy football team during the Steelers. Game. Please, <laughs> please. I didn't. It's I mean, the offseason. It's the offseason. That, that is a right. cardinal sin. And, and Steelers fans really need to accept this. During the Steelers game, your focus is the Steelers. That's it. Unless you, you got, <laughs> unless you got as, Pat Firebiff for not. As, especially. <laughs> Especially if the assholes on the opposing team are on your fantasy team. Shut the fuck up and watch the Steelers play. All right? Right. Thank you. End of rant. End of rant. Okay. Uh, Now, I think what we could have done is probably just skipped everything we talked about and just said the Steelers will be drafting Carson Strong out of Nevada. Fuck you, Mark. Um, Well, look. In the fourth, uh, third round or fourth round, yeah. sure. No, no yeah. offense to the young man; he's a hard How about worker. The fifth round? Getting, but my God, the, the poor kid looks like he's standing in concrete. Most he's of the even slower than shoes. Mason. If he that is, is possible, he's had so many injuries to the knee. I give him all the credit in the world, but I, I mean, if the Steelers drafted I mean, this kid, I'd be stunned. He's got a cannon. I'll give him that, but he cannot oh, move. He and he, and he had terrible move. receivers. Watch, some, he makes some beautiful throws. These yeah. guys just can't yeah. catch. Yep. You know, but but my God, if a guy comes up the middle, he just he turtles. He's got no chance. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no way. And, and if Mike Tomlin and, and Kevin Colbert are talking about a mobility as a huge factor for a quarterback, then there's no way in hell it's going to be Carson Strong. There's no way. Um, not even in the later rounds. I don't. I don't think personally. But you know, actually, I, I want to bring something else up here. Um, yeah. That. You know, considering the fact that on this quarterback tour they've been on, right. it's been Tomlin, Colbert, yep. 
Canada Sullivan. and Brandon Hunt. And Brandon Hunt, yes. Do 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 we think that gives Brandon Hunt any Omar edge was in, on Omar the was in Cincinnati. Omar okay, was in Omar Cincinnati was in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. So and honestly I I, I That's fair. I question, I question I why Omar was there. He doesn't doesn't watch film, doesn't scout players. Why was he there? I, I still think dry? it's gonna I still think it's a combination. Optics, I still think it's hunting. Optics, the Steelers didn't want to didn't want to insult him, so right. they took him along to this pro date. I think I think that's a big part of what it was, uh, and they're they're up to what now twelve people they've interviewed uh, for the GM job. I'm they not keeping track anymore. When they, well, they don't seem to be in any hurry. Like, okay, here's the guy. Right. Let me look at him. <laughs> take a long look at him and see what I think. And we'll go from there. So, so sorry, guys. Yeah, no, go ahead, Ryan. I so I look at I look at O I look at Omar's position as whether or not they hire a GM, he still has a role. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So oh yeah. So big role. And 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 listen, we, we've all, we, we all have careers. We understand that titles mean something. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but you know, Omar has been with the Steelers a very, very long time and, and, and credit to him. Uh, he's part of that organizational stability and I, uh, you know, whether or not he gets that GM job, I don't think that necessarily matters because he's always been part of the player personnel process and the contract process. So I, again, and I, I said this months ago on the show. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a, it was you know, you know, a, a co man, a co general manager, whatever, with Omar and Brandon Hunt. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I it, it won't surprise me yeah. if they go back to what they did before Kevin was around. Kevin, yep, <laughs> where they have a director of football operations. Yep. Which is what Kevin initially was. In, yeah, in right. Oh, that's right. very true. And right. And his his role evolved, and he became the guy who, yep, oversaw all of it. He was he was the man. You know, that was about two thousand five, two thousand six. That, yes. that Kevin kind of became the guy as Cower was going out. Kevin, you know, took all of it, and it yeah. made sense. It it just made sense. And again, that was about stability too. But it would yeah. not shock me if they went back to a, a kind of a deal where they they split up the administrative and the football roles. Right. So they said to Brandon, "You're going to be our director of football operations, and Omar, you're going to continue in your role. And and you know we value you, we appreciate you, we we want you to be an integral part of this process. But you know, you're not a guy who scouts players. You're not a guy who runs scouts." And and we need that in this role. And listen, as a good coach, you only do what your players are capable of. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. like, I think that that's smart. So from an organizational, same for same from an organizational standpoint, you only put your people in positions where they can succeed. And I think that that's the smart thing to do. Because, and I'll tell you this: if they lost either Brandon or Omar, it would hurt the organization. Sure. If they lost both, it would be tough, real tough. Yeah, so, and, to and that's kudos yeah. to both of them. Guys, let me, uh, before we wrap things up tonight, I, I, I want to 
talk about Deshaun Watson. We got time? Yeah, we got plenty of time. <laughs> is, is Duke down by 20 yet? Easy. <laughs> okay. It's halftime. I, I want to talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, a, a couple of things here. Um, it, most notably about this is that I, I think Steelers fans are going through this. Some, some Steelers fans are going through this period where they believe that because of what they had to endure with Ben Roethlisberger and the allegations against him in, in 2010, that now all of a sudden they get to now turn it around and, and put it on the Browns fans who ridiculed us for, for so long. And, and and I guess turnabout is fair play, but, you know, whatever. Pretty um, much it's two, two allegations versus 22 allegations. And, 23, right, I mean right. – there was one woman who dropped out. There was a 23rd person Correct. who said, fuck this. I don't want my name public. I'm out. Bye. And, and, and you know, I, I think all four of us, definitely Ryan, have, have greater insight into the things that Ben Roethlisberger was involved in than most fans. I, I feel very confident in saying that. Okay. Um, as far as Deshaun Watson... I think the Browns are desperate to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, and I think Deshaun Watson is a terrific football player. I, I'm not going to deny that. I think he's very good. Uh, but I think maybe they've sold their souls here uh, to a certain extent. And, and 22, 23 women, I have a hard time believing that's a, a group of women that just got together and said, let's just screw this guy over. Um, it doesn't mean all of them are saying – this happened that it's true but man i i go with the old adage smoke fire type thing um you know ben what what's your feeling on the brown sign of this guy pretty much what you just pointed out i mean basically uh, common sense guys i mean there are 23 accusers here 23 right. are they all telling the truth Probably not. Yeah. Are they all lying? Probably not. Right. Okay. And these these are all very similar allegations. All of them. Yep. At best, at best, he went into this. He went into a situation where he said, "No, I don't want to use team provided NFL approved masseuses." Masseuses. I would rather go to Instagram and troll around for some massage therapists on Instagram and book them for one-time visits. And he did this no fewer than 50 times, 5-0. Five, 5-0. Zero. Five, zero. 50 times, okay? And he acknowledges that in some of those instances, it, was, it, it came to consensual sex. So at best, he went into this hoping to use the power differential in that situation to exchange that for, for sexual favors, okay? At worst, he's a sexual predator. He's a predator. He's he's that guy. Right. Okay? Right. In my opinion, if he did what he's been accused of to even half of the women that have accused him, which is probably a low number, he's a fucking scumbag. I'm glad the Steelers didn't take him. I am too. Did not try to trade for him. I'm glad they had zero interest. That's where I'm at. And I, you guys, 
there's a lot more to be said, and I'm just going to pass the baton to Ryan, and he'll go ahead and light you all up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. Ryan, what do you got, man? Uh, I mean, I, I'm just still – I'm still surprised by the amount of Steelers fans that were so – do you – do whatever you can do. Even Stephen A. Smith was like, Steelers, do whatever you could do to get this guy. Are you fucking right. kidding me? You're right. Are you fucking kidding me? And yeah, I have a beef with Stephen A. Because he talked shit on me after that whole A.B. thing. And I'm going to say it now because oh, I got a flat <laughs> Yeah, he was like, Scarpino, is that his name? It's like, shut up. You don't know me. You don't know me. Actually, you do know me because because when you needed a because when you did a private area to do your to do your radio show, I made sure it happened. He ain't watching this show. And if he is, blasphemous. Anyway, the point is. All the, I'm, I'm going to make sure he gets a copy. Now, no, man. please don't. Please don't. I, don't need, I don't need that. I don't need all that hate in my life anymore. But the point is, the number of people that were just number of Steelers fans, particularly female Steelers fans, I know they I were know. like, do whatever you can to get the Sean Watson here. Shocked. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, away. and I worked there. My first month of that job was dealing with Ben's accusations and i'm going to say this about ben and i don't want to do whataboutism but ben had two accusations okay yep. lake tahoe and milledgeville and i'm going to say this we're talking about a situation and i know it's private for deshaun watson too but at least one of those situations ben was at a bar and he probably he shouldn't have been there and i'm not excusing ben's behavior in right. any means agree ben two wrongs don't make it right but Sean Watson was looking for private masseuses, right? Yep. He is he is looking for private masseuses. 20-plus accusations. Ben had two. Again, I don't condone what Ben did. Ben shouldn't even been in that situation, okay? But I'm going to get back to this. Bottom line is Steelers fans were ready to throw whatever they could to get Aaron Rodgers, to get Russell Wilson. And when those weren't going to happen – we're going to say, oh, do whatever you can to get Deshaun Watson in here. A guy right. that has 20-plus women saying that he's a sexual predator. And then the majority of those – this is Twitter, and I know Twitter's not real life, but at least on Twitter, the amount of female fans were like, we're, we need we – need, uh, bring Deshaun Watson here. Bring Deshaun, we need that next franchise quarterback. And then when he signs with the Browns, they all get their they all get their Jesus necklace on and and, and get all self righteous. <laughs> that was Kesha, but yeah, they get, I love they get I a, love dollar sign. Huh? You know, they get their they get their they get their self righteous the self righteousness on, and they're like, oh, just hey Browns fans, hey, you used to talk shit on Ben, don't talk shit on us anymore. As if whatever Ben did was okay. None of it is okay. None of what Ben did was okay. It's all bullshit. So anyway, bottom line, uh, Deshaun Watson basically got $10 million for every accusation. $10 million yeah. guaranteed for every accusation. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I will never, ever say a good word about the Browns again. Um, and I understand that I worked for the Steelers during that time. Um, didn't condone any of Ben's actions. But there's a huge difference between two in separate times and twenty plus in a in a group of time. Thank you for listening. I say that all the time. 
And that has been the Ryan Scarpino Minute here on SteelCityBlitz.com. My TED Talk, Um, thank you. So you guys pretty much summarized everything I would have said. So I'll just say fuck him and fuck the Browns. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I'll add this too. Don't forget forget that. And and Snyder, no, what is his name? Jimmy Uh, Haslam. Haslam. A former Steelers minority minority owner. You would think that he had learned something. He did not. You would think. And I I just, I don't, and I get it. He's He was just a shareholder. He had nothing to do with the day-to-day. But did he pay attention at all? I mean, I just, I, okay. Ryan, I what? No, 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 no. Sorry, go ahead. I, I'm going to look something up real quick before I say it. I was going right. to say, wasn't Jimmy Haslam involved in some other criminal just, case? Thank you. Basically, they were skimming uh, on what had, had to do with the trucking. And the pilot, yeah. he, owns, he owns pilot. He pilot, owns pilot. Yeah. They were flying chair or whatever. Flying the jay, truck yeah. stopped. Yes. yes. There was something, there was something they, about that. They were that. skimming on. Yeah. The Browns are just Some a shit organization. And they had poker machines there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you if 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 I'm sorry, if you're dumb enough to drop a hundred dollars into a poker machine, I, and, I <laughs> that's not what it was. I don't have a lot of for you. That's yeah. Me. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're just a fucking shit organization. The whole thing, basically. What it amounts to was their exhaustive research was they sat down with Deshaun Watson and they talked to him for 30 minutes. 30 they minutes. Him, they accepted Deshaun's Watson endorsement of Deshaun Watson and said, okay, it's cool. We're, we're well, don't forget, they also talked with Deshaun Watson's legal team yeah, to say, for sure. is he okay? Yeah. And his the legal women. Team, they they talked okay. to the women on the legal they, team. They the victims. Yeah. Right. right. They talked to the females and, on Deshaun Watson's legal team. Right, the people Deshaun Watson is paying to represent him. Right, exactly. Yes, and 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this too. Like I, it, and again, I I worked there, and and yes, there were many times where I had to put my personal feelings aside for the for the greater good. Right, but yeah, but game, ben, but Ben completely changed his persona. Right. He, you know, yeah, you get the motorcycle accident. You got, you know, the the Notre Dame jersey at the ESPY Awards with that like really pencil thin goatee. You remember he had that like look. <laughs> he had he the, must you know, cringe when he looks back at. That I mean that thing. that that. I and hope that, he does. And he that and, and and that and then <laughs> that that 09 season, you know, when he had like the mustache and the long hair, and he was a little extra. He was a he had a little extra a LBs little extra. on him. Yeah, he had some extra pounds on him. And then it leads into Milledgeville. He has that devil T-shirt on. And then yeah. after that, it was a complete 180. You know, he's he's doing his charity work. You know, he gets married. He has a family. So I say that about Deshaun Watson because I don't know him personally. But I remember I remember working with Ben and and just just sitting there and being like, okay, this guy's a human being first and foremost. He's he's more than just a football player. Good point. But he only. But I, I want to say only. I don't want to say only two accusations. But the accusations there were two in separate instances, in, in you know mm-hmm. a four year span. You know, for somebody like Deshaun Watson, this is just so many accusations in a, in a, in a short amount of time. Right. And I'm not. And again, I wasn't there. I don't know if he's guilty or not. But it. You know, 
he has a chance to turn his career around, but I would not have paid him $230 million guaranteed because of his football Insane. abilities. Insane. And that and somehow that overshadows his and, his and, his human humanity or whatever, you know? And, yeah. and I, I I get I understand the desire to hope this thing blows mm-hmm. up in the Browns' faces. I yeah. get it. Yeah. For fuck's sake, I'm right there with you. I hope it does blow up in their faces. But just looking at it from a big picture standpoint, this is not a good guy. This is not a good guy. Why would you do that? You know, and that's that's my thing when I'm looking yeah. at it. And even when Steelers fans wanted him at the very beginning, I was like, eh, you know what? This is never going to go away. Never. And if I'm if I'm art, I'm looking at this going, yeah, I I don't want to defend that. I I it, it was hard enough the first time ten years ago. I, yeah. I, I I don't want to do this again. And this is way bigger. This is like Bill Cosby territory. I, I'm not doing it. Bye. <laughs> and and from a purely football standpoint, let's not forget too. He hasn't played in a year, so mm-hmm. he hasn't. And know, he may not play this year. And he may not play this yeah. right, right, or even half. He's of this missing year, right? at least six to eight games. Yeah, minimum. There's, you know, uh, what before you're gambling yeah, you... from from a purely football standpoint, and I agree with everything everybody said. You know, I'm not discounting that, but from a purely football standpoint, you're also gambling 230 million guaranteed dollars on a guy who won't have played in a year and a half. Yeah. And when he did play, was a bit of a turnover machine, like. Yeah. He has a record of 28 and 26. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's he's got the arm strength, he's got the ability, but it was anybody but Mason over a lot. <laughs> no, anybody Ian, but Mason? No, Ian, right. I'm, sorry, Ryan, Ryan, I'm, I'm good Mason with that. Reference. I'm good with anybody but Mason per se, but not that guy. And <laughs> sorry I had to say, but no, I mean and 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 it's funny it's funny you mentioned the the is he gonna play this year, Ben? Because I mean, according to Steelers Twitter, when Steelers Twitter wanted him so much, they told me, What makes you think he's gonna get suspended? Oh, I don't know. The fact that <laughs> the fact that me? the fact that Ben that Ben got four games for not being accused six to four. Six, six to four six to four yeah. for not being accused in twenty ten versus, you know, twelve years later after a wide receiver got suspended for a year because he put 1500 on who puts $1,500 on an 18 no parlay, shit. by the way. But the point is, the point is like, what do you what, mean? He's not going to be suspended. Paid? An 18 parlay. What would that have paid? 18 parlay for 1500, 15, like $100,000. That would have been a lot of money. <laughs> Eight, 18 or for 10 is probably 1800 times a hundred is 18,000. So if, Oh yeah, it's big. Yeah, yeah, 100k. A shit ton of I money. I think so. I think my. I think he, you got my mentals on track. He didn't win, and he no. lost right. a season in the NFL. And so, I, I agree with you. Yeah. The outrage from female fans over that, and it has more to do with the fact that the NFL does not punish woman beaters the way well, they're punishing Ridley. And, and, and you know, I completely agree. And as one of you mentioned earlier in our discussions, you you, you potentially could have Doogies. a Cleveland backfield uh, of Kareem Hunt and Deshaun Watson. 
a scumbag backfield. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. but be that as it may, we're going to wrap things up here on this edition of the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated. Make sure you visit the website at steelcityblitz.com. Also on Twitter at SCB, or wait, what is it on? T- yeah, SC Blitz. Uh, and then, of course, the podcast is Do you know what our S- Twitter handle is? I've had a little bit too much uh, alcohol. Uh, anyway, just visit we've us. Had we've had some drinks. We've had some drinks. Anyway, just keep listening uh, and, 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 and so on and so forth. Uh, anyway, that's it for us. Thanks so much, guys. And uh, we'll be back next week with another exciting, informative, and highly opinionated edition. <laughs> And as always, anyway. Oh, you got that right. As always, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Fuck the Browns.